<laughs> Whew. What up, good people? It's time for another session of that verbal cardio, man. We back. Back again, man. Amir, we recording, right? Yes, sir. We glad. I got to make sure, you know what I'm saying? I'll be fumbling. I'll fumble. I'll fumble. I'll be talking for 15 minutes. Be like, you know we're not recording. Oh, <laughs> hey, guys. Shout out to my patrons. They in the building. My patron saints is in the building. Tony Ann, Jerome, Slarita, uh, The Math Wiz, Miss Incredible, Nana P, Nakia, Marcus Lewis, Kiyomi, Julia, Cherie, Lakia, man, what up, man? Moyo, Tabitha, Tiki, Chloe, Chris, Crystal, or Crystal, Jermaine, Allison, what up, y'all? And I want y'all in here in the in the in the Patron Saints crew. I want y'all to hit me over some topics we can touch on. This topics day. With the patron saints, man. We talking about what they want to talk about today. That's what we talking about. We talking about what they want to talk about. Because my patron saints are special, man. They hold me down, man. They hold me down for real. You know what I'm saying? They not just here for the for the quick double taps. They went beyond that, man, my patron saints, man. Shout out to my co-host, Water, and my Thor, my Thor's Hammer, Yeti, Gallon, mug that afro geek sent me uh thank you afro i love it i love it i love every piece of this thank you so much for this lovely gift and it's my new co-host companion man drink more water you already know what it is drink more water 64 ounces a day y'all minimum 64 ounces a day man Y'all know what it is, man. Get that water in your system. Filter. It cleans you out. It filters you. Makes your skin better. It adds to your life, man. All that good stuff, man. DC coming back through here because he forgot something. You know what I'm saying? Grabbing it. One of my... Uh, shout out to DC Urban. Got the Prove It shirts. That's his merch. Prove It. Yeah, man. Y'all see the Prove It up here? <laughs> oh, you got the... DC out here with the blicky. Know what I mean? Um... We back, though, man. Verbal cardio has returned. I told y'all, man, verbal cardio is back for real this time. I'm not bullshitting on the episodes. I'm not going to dip out again. What we got in these topics, y'all? What we got in these topics? Kiyomi Barksdale. Shout out to Kiyomi. She was at a show I did last weekend. She was in the building. She was in attendance in L.A. I didn't get a chance to talk to her in person, though, because I, I didn't see the message until late. Um... Uh, Here's a topic from her. How do you feel about manifestation or the power to speak things into existence? I feel like here's, here's my take on manifestation. I feel like it's a real thing. I feel like the things that I have manifested in my life have come from me really speaking them into existence. I'm not even going to lie. Like that's why I try to, one of my many flaws is that, you know, I say what's on my mind. I say what's on my mind. I say how I feel. And if I got a negative outlook on it, I'm going to say it. Um, I know that's something I should work on, uh, try to be more positive. I am a pretty pretty positive person, but if it's like, if, if things keep happening in a negative way and it's like a repeated pattern, that's when I fall into the negative on, on what I say. Like, if I have limited faith in something or somebody, I'm going to say that. I'm going to be like, man, they probably going to do this. And that's just, I'm not trying to be negative. It's just that's my honest take on the situation. But when it comes to, like, you know, things that I really want in life or, you know, something that I really want, I tend to say it like, you know, when I was a kid, I wanted a telescope. I was like, yeah, Ma, I want, can I get a telescope? And, you know, a kid south side of Chicago, across the street from the projects, you know, telescopes wasn't really the, the thing that 
People on the street wasn't like, man, the telescope. They wasn't pulling up to the crib like, yo, he got the fresh telescope. He got the the scope with the with the lens to get the you can see all the craters. Yo, he got the telescope. Like the telescope wasn't hot in the street, is what I'm saying. You know, it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't the thing to do. South side of Chicago in the 80s, like, yeah, man, people talking about what they wanted. to be like, yo, I want the Transformers. I want the G.I. Joe. I want the Nike. You hear about the new Jordans? I want this. I want that. I want this car right here. And I'm coming in like, yo, man, but the telescope, huh, guys, right? <laughs> Trying to get some dap. The the telescope? Nobody, nobody, was, nobody was asking for a telescope except me. And... I, I was like, I want a telescope. I want a telescope. Remember when you was a kid? I don't know if y'all did this or not. Because the internet, the internet kind of, you know, alleviated that. But people still do it. It's just on the internet now. But back in the day, the catalog was everything. Like the, the big, thick catalog, whether it be Sears, whatever. They had these catalogs of everything they had to offer. Whether it be clothing, furniture, kitchen, uh accessories, whatever, everything was in the catalog. And, like, we would always have these store catalogs at the crib. My dad would have one, my mom would have one, whether it be Sears or whatever. So I would always go to the toy section of the catalog. Like, I'd be in there looking at the G.I. Joes they had, looking at the Transformers they had. I was like, man, this. They would have, they would have that expensive-ass robot in there, and I will just be like... The catalog, and I would just go to the toy section every time. Oh, that Christmas catalog, all day. And I'm just like thumbing through, just looking at the pictures, fantasizing. And I would also look at the telescope equipment. I would look at I would look at the telescope, and be like, man, the telescope. I wanted to. I could at that at that point in my life, I could care less about clothes. It was all about the toys, and I wanted that telescope. Because I was always, ever since I was a little kid, I don't know what, what sparked it for me, but I was I was just into astronomy. I was into, like, the planets and the stars and the moon. And like, I would look at the moon and be like, man, you know, why are you always looking at us? Do y'all remember your first relationship and interaction with the moon, first of all? And this is all tied into Kiyomi. Don't think I'm going off track. This is still all tied into the manifestation thing. But do y'all remember looking at the moon? And you knew you knew it looked different. You would ask your parents, why does the moon change and this, that, and the third? But I used to always get annoyed that the moon always followed me. That annoyed me. Like It, it was like I cannot escape the moon. The moon is, the moon is always watching, you know, cause, cause you can make more eye contact with the moon. Like when the moon is out, you can look, you can look at it all night. You can talk to it. You can shake your fist at it. You can be like you, and you can have a full conversation, eye contact with the moon. You can't do that with the sun. The sun is gonna win every time. The sun is gonna be like, hey, who are you looking at? Not, not you, not you. I can't even see right now. I think I looked at you too long. Yeah, you look at me long. You're going to be looking wrong. The sun is intimidating on the eye contact. You're not going to stare at the sun. The sun will win. But the moon, you can you can have a real conversation. And then when I'm driving, like I'm in the back of my grandfather's station wagon or I'm in, I'm in the back of my dad's car, and the moon is just everywhere we at, the moon is right there. I'm like, yo, why are you following me? And I don't know if y'all know this, I hate being followed. I hate being hovered over. I hate... People all up in my mix, and the moon was all up in my mix. The moon was all up in my mix. Wherever I went, here come the moon watching. Like, bro, bro, what? What you want from me, man? But within that, I was like, yo, the moon is kind of dope. And then my brother had this book called Our Universe. It was this big, thick national geographic book it had all the planets in there and the sun and it was just it was a dope ass book and so i would always read that book and then that piqued my interest in other planets uh stars constellations the zodiac and so within that 
And I remember one night, my mom, my mom and my brother Scott had came in the house. No, this was the next morning. He was like, yo, we saw Venus last night. And I was like, what? Yeah, we saw Venus last night. And I was like, wait, wait, what you mean you saw Venus last night? Yeah, it it was out. It was visible. And I was like, in my little brain, in my little kid brain at the time, I was like, yo, the planet Venus was out last night. So in my brain. I'm picturing Venus like the size of the moon, a full moon or bigger, just like moving across the sky, like making noise too. I picture Venus going across the sky, making noise, like oh, oh. The way they, the way they sold it to me, yeah, we saw Venus last night. Venus pulled up, and I was like, they didn't say Venus pulled up, but that's how they made it sound. Like Venus pulled up last night. I was like, yo, why y'all didn't wake me up? Why didn't y'all wake me up? And so, so then that piqued my interest into like looking at the moon through a telescope or looking at planets through a telescope. So it was like, man, I want a telescope. I really want a telescope. Fast forward, I got the telescope. I ended up getting a telescope. Then I started manifesting in other ways. I want, I want some transformers. I want this. And you know, granted, the stuff I'm asking for can be easily purchased now. Like, you know, it's not, it's not that big a deal, you know, but you start off small. Like, you know, I started off small with the, with the, with the things I wanted to manifest. Like I wanted a bike. I got one. I wanted some skates. Got that. I got a telescope. And then when you get older, you know, you start wishing for, you start trying to manifest things that are harder to attain. Like, you know, I want to lose weight. I want a six pack. You know, I wish, you know, I want, I want to be an actor. You know, I want to be, I want to be CEO. I want to be, you know, a banker. I want to be a drug lord. I want to be head of the gang. Like, you know, it starts changing as you get older. But everything that I've ever wanted and everything that I've ever put out there in the universe, it usually comes to pass. Like, you know, I said, I said, I wanted to act. And I started acting. I was in the theater production. And I was like, yo, I want to be, I want to be on the TV show. I was on the Carmichael show. I was on, you know, Last Comic Standing. Then I want to, I want to be in the movie. I was in Whiplash, even though they cut my part out. You can still see my silhouette, you know what I'm saying? You know, that's neither here nor there, you know, man. They cut my whole part out. I had speaking lines, but, you know, they chopped that on out, at least, you know. But I'm still in there. You know, if you look at the the closing credits, I'm still listed, you know what I'm saying? The the SAG checks still come in, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, my part was, you know, cut out from the film, even though the film, you know, was all Oscar-nominated, you know, got nominated for Best Picture and Best Director, you know. J.K. Simmons won an Oscar for his role in that. And, you know, what's funny is, you know, he was there, you know, doing his performance and his role, you know, and, and in the background you can see my silhouette, but you don't know it's me because it's just a silhouette, but it was me, in fact, and I, I was just letting him know that it was time for them to go perform, but y'all don't know that because, you know, you didn't really see my face. Only reason you even know it's me is because you know me already, and then I, I told you that was me, but but they cut my part out, you know what I'm saying, and then, you know, he, you know, the director emailed me before the premiere, and was like, hey, hey, we had to cut your part, and I was like, oh, cool, cool, you know what I'm saying, but it hurt a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Because that was my, that could have been my shining moment, you know what I'm saying? But anyway, I was in a movie. You know what I mean? I, I wanted to be in the Screen Actors Guild. That happened. I wanted to be on IMDb. That happened. I wanted to be a stand up comedian. That happened. So now, you know, I, I want to I be nominated for an Academy Award. And now, you know, now that I know how manifesting things work, I feel like that's going to happen. If I'm alive, Lord willing, inshallah, if I'm here, I feel like that can happen. So I definitely feel the power of manifestation. Like you have to say it, say it out loud, believe it, and, you know, keep it to, to what you really want. Like, you know, I really want, I want, I want it to be happy in career. Now I have that. I wanted to I wanted to be able to pay my bills by doing something I love to do. And that has happened. So I said all that to say that, you know, manifestation is real, y'all. 
It's real. And, you know, it's connected to the energy you put out. You're going to get back. You know what I mean? So definitely great, great question, Kiyomi. Great question. Let me find, let me find another one. Let me find another one real quick. Let me, let me scroll through the, the patron saints in here talking. You know what I'm saying? Welcome to my new patrons. Audra Cohen, I see you. Welcome. Welcome to the fold. Uh, YouTube and acting up today, y'all. I'm sorry, YouTube is acting up. Um, if it's acting up today, verbal cardio will be smooth on Wednesday when this episode drops. Um, let me look. Question from James Goins the second. Uh, question: Do you feel like the white characters in Falcon and the Winter Soldier got off without any real consequences? Oh, this is a good question. Um, I can tell you this, a white character in particular got off without consequences, and that was U.S. agent, the fake bargain basement Kroger brand Captain America. He got off with no real consequences. I'll say that right here. And spoiler alert, if you haven't seen Falcon and the Winter Soldier, close your ears, but I'm still not going to give away too much. He got off with no consequences. Uh, Baron Zemo escaped from prison and just went back to prison. It was like, it was like easy tap on the wrist, you know? Um, but that's a great question though. That's a great question. I'm like, man, you're not wrong with that question. But at the same time, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, you could tell they're, they're setting things up for the future. You know, everything everything was pretty much a setup for future episodes, future installments, future character developments. And so that's why it wasn't a lot of real consequences and real like ramifications on stuff. Old girl had to die that the head of the uh, the whole cause or whatever. It was it sucked that she had to get it, but like I see what you mean with that question. In the black character, Battlestar got killed. The the redhead black girl ended up dying. But everybody else, tap on the wrist. Tap on the wrist, and they're here to, to live and breathe another day. So that's kind of jacked up. You know what I mean? Tahir's daughter, as y'all call her. That's funny. All right, let's see. Let's see what other questions we got up in here, man. You know what I'm talking about? You feel me? Let's see what we got up in here, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about you feel me. All right. Let me find it. Man, it's hard to find the questions in here. Oh, so y'all wanted telescopes as a kid. It wasn't just me. All right. All right. Bet that. Bet that. Steve Harvey is trending for an old clip stating women and men can have platonic friendships. What, what are my thoughts? Shout out to KB Damson for that question. So Steve Harvey says men and women can have platonic, oh, platonic friendships. What are your thoughts? Yes, they can. Here's how men and women can have platonic uh, friendships. If one of those two people is not attracted to the other, then it can it could be a platonic friendship. If they are both attracted to one another, then it becomes more difficult for them to have a platonic relationship because there's always the chance of hookup. So let's say, let's say, let's say a guy that finds a girl attractive, right? She's like, yeah, man, she she cute and whatever, you know what I'm saying? I tried to get at her, but she wasn't having it. Said I wasn't her type, but she just, you know. Then there can, there can be a friendship born out of that. You know, if he really values her as a person beyond sexuality or just wanting to get with her on a romantic tip, if there's really a connection there, a friendship can can bloom from that. Vice versa. Like, you know, if there's a girl, there have been girls that have been attracted to me. But I I ain't really feeling them like that. But I would be friends with them. And so 
we would end up in the platonic friendship, men and women. So I definitely believe that there are a lot of examples out there of a platonic men-women friendship. Because I, I have several. And I matter of fact, I was notorious for, like, you know, turning the girl down. Not really notorious for turning the girl down, but it was like I would end up friends with a lot of girls that liked me, and then I would just be like, eh, you know. Not, I'm not really feeling you like that, but I like you as a as a person, as a, you know what I mean? So I definitely have instances like that, and I have friendships like that. Like, you know, you know, people people that y'all know, that I know, there's situations like that. They tried to holler at me. I wasn't with it. We still cool, you know what I mean? So that can definitely happen. Uh, so I feel like Steve Harvey is off the mark with that. Now, you know, not saying that, you know, people don't be hooking up. People hook up all the time. Like that's, I mean, you know, that can definitely happen. If you take two good-looking people and they both find each other attractive, chances are they're going to try something. Some Something might happen, whether it's long-term or whether it's just one moment. or Or the crushes don't match. Like, it might be, like, initially he was feeling her, and then he kind of got over her, and then she kind of feeling him, but it, but it's not matching up at the same time. So it's like you got that dynamic as well. So, But I, I feel like Steve is off the mark, though. I feel like there are, there are instances where, you know, there's some platonic friendships out here on the men-female tip. Men and women tip. My bad, men-female. I don't know why I said it like that. And what are y'all saying in the in the in the chats word? Do y'all have platonic friendships on the men and women tip? And make sure if y'all got a question for me in the chats word, make sure you put a huge red question mark on it so I can find it easy. My bad. Yo, um, so what are, what are y'all saying in the chat? Do y'all do y'all have platonic friendships? See, it's a lot of yeses in here, Steve. Chloe Frankly says yes. Jerome says yes. Mishi Cake says yep. I I I definitely I definitely know women super feel this because a lot of times women dictate the friendship. Cause nine times out of ten, usually dudes be like, "Yeah, girl, you know what I'm saying," and then the women would be like, "Nah, you ain't really my flavor, but we can be friends." Like, that, that was me in high school and stuff. I'd be like, yeah, I like you. And she's like, you my friend. You my friend. And I'd be like, ah, all right. Nah, that was me. I was, I was the friend. I was the friend. You know what I mean? So I would I would end up in these friendships with women because I was, oh, girls, I, I would say, because I like them, and they wasn't always feeling me like that. So, you know, because a lot, a lot of times with me, I would have to grow on a girl. Like, you know, I wasn't I wasn't the heartthrob right out the gate. Like, you know what I mean? Like when I walked into a room, girls wasn't like, oh, who is that? That wasn't my that wasn't my ministry. You know what I mean? So so going in, you know, I only had a few outfits, you know, I wasn't the best dressed. You know, I was I was Chubbs Peterson, you know. So I wasn't exactly popular on the on the charts. But my personality is when, you know, it would just grow on them and grow on them and then boom, you know what I mean? So yeah, that whole dynamic. Cornelius Phillips said, I've been in the friend zone a lot, still single at 30. Chubbs Peterson, man, I came in because I, I feel like, and, and let me be clear, I don't see myself as an ugly person. I don't see myself as an ugly individual. Like, you know, I'm funny looking. Not funny looking, I'm unique looking. I have unique features, if you will. Got a big nose, you know, got big eyes, you know. I'm a unique looking individual. Had to had the gap teeth, you know what I mean, underbite, you know what I mean? So it's, I'm not out here, you know, I'm not the typical heartthrob visually, you know what I mean? But, like, as I as I got older, I feel like, and you, 
Y'all seen my baby pictures. Y'all seen my baby pictures, man. I was a good-looking kid. I was a cute kid, man. You know? And then, you know, as I got older, you you start, your look changes as, as time goes on. You know, my weight was changing. I was eating everything in sight. You know what I mean? I was dressing weird. You know, I was wearing the same jeans, busted in the crotch. You know, I get it. I get it. I get why I wasn't hot on the streets growing up. But this but this messed up my self-esteem a little bit as a kid with my weight, with my looks. It was just like, you know, I wasn't hiding the streets. And then the girls are just like, you my friend. You my friend. And then as I got older, and then, you know, your self-confidence grows. Hopefully your self-confidence grows as you get older. And even though I was still robust on the scale, I was still robust on that scale. I was having more, more traction with the ladies. I was getting more traction. I was like, all right, you know, you know what I'm saying? Y'all feeling me out here, you know? And then when, and then also when girls get older, looks looks aren't as important to them when they get older. And then so you take you take somebody like me who got better looking with time. Like I was I was a cute cute kid, gorgeous baby cute kid, and then it was just like, "Man, Tony, get get your Get your feet together, Tone. Like you, you know, I can hear people coaching me. Like, hey, Tone, man, get it, get, get it, get it together. Why you got that mustache, Tone? Go easy on the yogurt, man. You out here? What you got on, Tone? And then when I got older and started getting myself together, I got better looking with time. And so, as I got older, and then you know, you get more assertive, you get more confident in yourself, and then it's just like you know. And then I started getting popular with with the ladies. And so it was just like, all right, you know what I'm saying? I'm really out here. And so you had that whole dynamic. And so with the friendships, it would it would be I've had a lot of friendships where something did happen, like, you know, we would we would make out one night or a couple of nights or we end up smashing. You know, these things have happened. But but there are also a lot of, you know what I mean? platonic joints out here and so i will say all that and it's not it's not it's not even really a popularity thing it was it was uh because i've always been pretty pretty popular i've always been pretty popular but it, it just it didn't really seem like the women as a whole were checking for me too tough you know what i mean so there's that glad you made it jolita all right, what else we got up in here, man? What about friendships formed from fall? Oh, from fall. About <laughs> that. What about friendships formed from failed dating attempts? Yay or nay? Okay, friendships formed from the failed dating attempts. Um. Yeah, I'm with it. Um. I feel like I'm a, I'm a, I'm actually a fan of those friendships because here here's my take and I know a lot of people ain't with it and they don't agree with my take on dating and you know talking to people in communication and I know a lot of people don't agree but I feel like when you're dating someone they they are a valid person in your life they were they had some kind of value whether it be you know, romantically, sexually, just as a person, as a friend. I feel like when you date people, there has to be a friendship there, right? I feel like that's that's a very important piece of it. Not all relationships work out, and, you know, they fail. Whether it be, you know, they butt heads on certain issues or, but not everything has to be so concrete and definitive. Like when you break up with somebody, it doesn't always have to be a super negative or toxic thing. It doesn't always have to be, don't ever talk to me again. It doesn't always have to be, you know, you can never talk to me again because we're no longer dating. Where where was the where was the value in the relationship of, of friendship? Where was the value in any of that? If it was a toxic relationship, then fine. Cut cut that person off completely cold turkey. You never had to speak to them again. I'm talking about I'm talking about relationships that that weren't on that level. 
Y'all got to remember, not every breakup involved infidelity or, you know, people getting mentally and physically abused. Not all breakups fall into that category. People can break up because you don't see eye to eye on certain things in life. Or, you know, you could break up because th this person just couldn't get their, their life together. Or, you know, they were just holding on to too much baggage. Whatever the case may be, people break up for many, 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 many different things. So within that, you know, if you had a if you had a dope kind of friendship and, and vibe and you really care about that person, why not have a friendship after that? You know what I mean? Like, I don't believe in, oh, just because we made out or we hooked up or we dated for a little bit, we can no longer be friends because you're in a new relationship. Like, I don't, I don't, I'm not really on that tip. Like, you know, like if I was in a relationship, because me and Sabrina, we, we have a relationship where we talk about those things. If I was in a relationship where I could, I felt like I couldn't talk to her about these, these sorts of things, then I wouldn't be in that relationship. Like, I would be like, you know what, this ain't going to work. Like, if Sabrina was the type to be like, I don't want you talking to this girl because, just because, you know, y'all used to. I don't want you talking to this person just because y'all you know, used to flirt. Like, you know, don't talk to her ever again. Like, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want that around me. Like, I, I, I don't respond well to that. Like, you know, um. Because that comes from lack of trust and insecurity at the end of the day. Now, if the person is disrespectful to her, then I get it. Like, you know, if they, if they, you know, crossing boundaries or doing too much, then I get that. But I'm talking about if ain't no boundaries being crossed, it's all respectful, you know. I feel like those friendships have a place in, in people's lives. And, like, who are you to dictate who your significant other can and cannot be friends with? Like, you know what I mean? You ain't got to hover over them on every interaction they have with that person. You what y'all talking about? Why y'all talking? You know, if you're doing all that, that's just too much. Like, you know, if they if they flirting with you, then they cross the line. Like, if they still flirting with you or they still, like, you know, harping over, man, remember when we used to do this and do that? Then you're kind of crossing lines. You know what I mean? So I feel like then, then that's when you're kind of – you know, walking into some, like, weird territory there. But, like, I'm just glad I don't really have to deal with that kind of thing. Like, and, you know, you, you got to know who you with. You know what I mean? Like, because sometimes, like, when you when you tell your significant other about somebody you used to deal with and that, that y'all are still cool or, or that whenever you're around them, it's like, ah, oh, you know. Your energy changed just because they came around or like, you know, I don't, I don't really like the attitude they was giving me. I'm like, what attitude? Like, are you sure you're not just doing this because we used to have something going on back in the day? I told Sabrina the other day, I was like, I just want you to know that I'm cool with any guy in your past that you had encounters with whether it be them hitting on you, you flirting with them, all that, this, that, and the third, them showing you their dicks or whatever. <laughs> I'm not harboring any type of ill will or insecurity or, you know, feelings on that tip. Like uh, there's a guy, there's a guy in her past that she's still cool with today that we – we see on social media or whatever. And, you know, he tried to get at her, but, you know, he just whipped the package out. Just whipped it smooth out. And she was like, no, no, look out, you know. And then, you know, we had conversations about him, and it was just like, you know, and I and I saw the interactions that they would have with one another in the past, and I was just like, well, you, you were flirting with him. So, you know, this is why he thought, there was something there. I mean, granted, it's never an excuse to whip your penis out, but I'm just saying you gave him something to latch on to to feel like he could possibly even remotely do that. And so, no, I ain't going to point. No, it ain't. But I said all that to say when I see him, I don't harbor any type of this guy, this guy right here. Like, it's none of that with me. It's like, yo. I'm still a fan. I'm still this, that, and the third because 
First of all, it, it, it wasn't under my watch. And it was just, we, we got to understand this, people. Because we, we, we tend to be immature when it comes to anything involving dating and, you know, sex, whatever. We're immature. And we do a lot of things based on insecurity. And, you know, because your feelings are involved, you have a skewed view of everything. You have these 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 expectations that aren't always realistic or, or founded in like regular reality. So it's like the only dudes in her past that I would have issue with is if they were being super disrespectful to her. Like if they were just like, you know, yo, why he talk to you like that? Like, you know, on on some just me being protective of her, like, yo, man, I don't like how he talked to you. You know, he disrespectful. He need these hands more so than him just liking her still or like, man, I wish, you know, I don't really I don't really flip out on that because, you know, you gotta know your significant other is appealing to people. Like I've never been that type of person to be mad at somebody for hollering at my girl because I mean, I, I might have been mad about it when I was younger, when I was a kid, but I was a kid then. Insecure. I was a kid then, so it was just like, you know. But now that I'm 43, I, I don't have that type of energy no more, man. Like, it's just like, of course Sabrina's going to get hollered at. Look at her. Of course. Dude see her walk in, be like, yeah, all right. Look at, look at what we got here. They're going to pull up. That's just what it is. They going to pull up. You see her, you see that face, you see that body, you're going to be like, I'm pulling up, I'm shooting my shot. And when she tell me when dudes holler, it's like, I expect it. I'm like, you got damn right he hollered. You know what I mean? Like, and even so, like, you know, if she's, if she's in a workspace where she's around men that are interested in her, or women, you know, that are interested in her, and they ended up, you know, starting to like her or whatever, I expect it. That's just reality. That's just what it is. I don't have unrealistic expectations of how people are going to interact. You know, uh, now if you're my friend and you're trying to get her my girl, then that's a different kind of conversation. But if it's somebody that doesn't know me, that's around Sabrina all the time, or like communicating with her all the time, and it's just like, man, I, I think I like you a little bit. She's probably going to be like, whoa. But, you know, but for me, on my side, I'm like, hey, man, I'm not surprised. These things happen all the time. You know what I mean? So you can't get your feathers ruffled over the small shit. You know? And some guys are inappropriate. I'll give you that all day. Some guys be crossing the line. They be mad and inappropriate. That's just all day. But I'm I still not going to get super bent out of shape. I'll get super bent out of shape when it makes her uncomfortable, that's when I'm like, hey, hey, bruh, like, you need to chill because she's uncomfortable. She, She's feeling uncomfortable around you. Then that that's when I'm pulling up like, hey, man, she getting, if she's not uncomfortable, you know, all right, all right, we, we good then. But once she, once she becomes uncomfortable, then that's when I'm like, hey, man, you need to fall back, soldier, because you're doing too much. But that's a that's a different type of roll up. That's more protection than anything. You know, I can come in with the protection all day, but when it comes to me, like you know, when it comes to jealousy or insecurity, on my part, I'm 43, man. Like I ain't, I ain't got time for that, man. I ain't got time. We we gotta we gotta outgrow that shit, man. We get we we just you gotta outgrow it eventually. Sabrina is gonna have people from her past. They they just out they probably all on the East Coast, but even if they was out here, like, you know. If I see them, I'm not gonna be like, this guy. <laughs> this the guy you was feeling him. <laughs> I ain't like how he was looking at me. Like creating shit that, that wasn't even there simply because they had a past. I'm not on that. I'm not on that. Oh, this is the dude you used to smash. Cool, cool. This is the dude that went down on you. Okay, that's what's up. If he cool in the moment, then then 
We good. We good. There's a there's a friend of her. There's a friend of hers now. You know, they friends. To this day, they still friends. But they had a moment where, you know, something kind of went down. Not the full smash, but partial. But they still cool, and I'm cool with him. And I know it, and I know what went down. And he knows that I know what went down. That he was a little awkward at first because he found out that I knew, and he was like, oh, hey. but we we good. Because it's just, that wasn't on my, I wasn't around then. We good, dog. I know it, I know what went down, but I'm good. We 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 cool, bro. Cause I know I know I got my roster too. My roster's out here, man. My roster is out here. And I wouldn't want her giving attitude and tripping every time anybody from my my roster came around. I'd be like, that would annoy the shit out of me. So it's like, so on the other side of that, I gotta be, I gotta be cool and good with her roster. If they cool, if they cool and respectful, you know what I mean. So there's that. And and if any, if any of anybody that was on my roster in the past, whether it be we flirted a lot, whether it be we made out one time, whether it be we almost smashed, whether it be we smashed, don't don't be weird when you know. Me and Sabrina are around. Don't be with just be regular, man. You can talk to her. You're not you're, you're not keeping a secret. Don't be weird. Just just don't be weird. Cause then, cause then I gotta hear the man. She was that's why she was acting funny. Nah, I got to just be regular. You know, cause she she's not hung up on the the oh, oh you used to flirt with my man attitude don't talk to me come on man don't nobody got time for that man because i was flirts mcgee out here man when i was single everybody was getting these flirts everybody was getting the flirts man i was single so it was just like bow 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 bam bow bam bam flirts flirts all day you know what i mean so here's that but we just you know but this this comes with time, man. This comes with time. I'm looking at I'm looking into your soul, Moyo. But I'm just saying, like you know, I'm 43. I've thought, I've sat with myself a long time. I do a lot of thinking. I do a lot of talking to myself, and it's just I want to put out what I want to receive. I want to put out what I want to receive. It goes into that manifestation thing, Kiyomi. I want to put out what I want to receive. like, And so I put out energy of, you know, I don't like to lead with insecurity. I posted about that the other day. I don't want to lead with insecurity. My whole thing is don't lie to me. If I feel like you're lying, then I'm going to have a problem with that. Like if I, if I, if I get lied to or, you know, then, then that's, when, that's when things get a little shaky for me. Like I do have trust issues. If you lie to me, I'm like, yo, man, you lied. It take me a while to get over you lying to me or you super disrespecting me. Like, you know, whether the things you say or the things you do or like if I call you out on something, you lie about it to to make me feel guilty even though I'm on even though I'm on point, you lie about it to make me feel guilty or you use some excuses to make me feel guilty and then it comes out it turns out I was right all along. That that's that's when I start holding on to shit and like, you know, that's when it becomes like, you know what? Nah, man, that's that's the big thing for me. And so, um <laughs> who's this said? Miss Me was that? Miss Mia G says, Why are you in my head right now? Well, I'm just saying, like, you know, um, but I but I always try to put out what I want to receive and I and I wanna put out uh, energy of security. I want to put out like, you know, the energy that you can talk to me about things. I want to put out that, you know, I want to put out trust energy. Like, you know, I ain't got to hover over you every 15 minutes. Now going, going in and I've learned, I've, I've grown 
even in my relationship with Sabrina now, I've grown in that because, you know, initially I went through her phone. I went through her phone and that stemmed from trust issues. Just like, man, are you my big thing in, in getting in a new relationship? Are you who you say you are? That was my thing in the beginning. Are you who you claim to be? Let me let me let me dig in here and see what the hell is going on. Cause you know, a lot of times when we get in a new relationship, we present a certain persona, kind of not really a persona, but we we put our best front on. We may sugarcoat, we may delete stuff, we may say this in fear of losing that person that we really like or that we really into. So you dig around, like, you know, because a person will make it seem like, yeah, I've only been with two people in my life, and, you know. But then when you dig around, you be like, yo, this. When you go through somebody's phone, that's when you get the real essence of who somebody is. When you, when you go through a person's phone, that's when you can get a, a, true, a true version of who that person is what they used to talk about, the things they said to people in the past. Because when you're dating somebody, they'll make it seem like they only talk to you this way. They only give you the sweet talk that you're getting right now. That is only for you. I ain't never talked to nobody the way I'm talking to you right now. This is just, then you go through that phone. This is the same script you gave seven other people. I ain't special. That's when you realize, too, you might not be that special. When you go when you go through the phone, that's when you realize, yo, I'm not really that special out here. Well, goddamn. You know what I'm saying? Then you're like, you know what? All right. And I, you know, I'm I'm guilty of it too. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm not I'm not gonna rehash the same flirts. But if you if you if you see, you know, how I talk to everybody, you're like, man, this is this is what you do. You know what I mean? So going through that phone is a, is an eye opener, but ain't nobody gonna give you that phone to go through because it's too real. It's too revealing. It's like God damn. Well, all right, you know what I mean. So, <laughs> but you learn that along the way. You learn all this along the way. But uh, yeah, man. So I just try to be, you know, I just try to be realistic. I know, I know this in relationship. I know that no matter how, whether you love each other or not, other people are going to be attractive. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, we, I know we want it to be like, I only have eyes for you, but in reality, that's not the case. I only have eyes for you. Yes, romantic, it sounds great on record. And some people really are like that, but the vast majority are not. If I only have eyes for you was real, nobody would ever break up. If they broke up, nobody would ever get with somebody new. How many breakups have you been through, have you seen, have you witnessed, where people get with somebody new? It happens all the time. In the moment you feel like there, nobody could ever, there could never be another, there could ne- there's no way another could ever, in the moment, but guess what? They break up and get with somebody new. Damn near every goddamn time. There are a few exceptions to the rules. You might know them in your family. They never remarried. They never got with anybody else. That's cool. But the vast majority, guess what? They moved on. They moved on. They were married for 46 years. Guess what? They were new people now after 46 years of marriage. These are the realities that I am cool with. You know what I mean? These are the realities. I've just, I grew up with this. I grew up with remarriages and, and hookups. and But in the moment, you feel like there could never be, a, never in my life would I ever consider even remotely thinking about another person and then cut to you in a full relationship with another person. You just have to be realistic in thought. 
And I know you you could never even bring this up if you're in a relationship because the other person would be offended that you would even fathom the thought of realistic thoughts. No, I'm just, I'm happy in my relationship, but I do know that, you know, a breakup could happen. That's just the reality of a marriage could, uh, a divorce could happen to anybody, any one of us. So with that mindset, it just makes everything flow a little bit easier. Like, you know, I realize, you know, I got an ex-girlfriend. I was like, man, she ain't never going to find another as good as me. Guess what? We broke up and she found somebody else as good as me, probably. I mean, I don't know who she dating now, but, you know, I'm sure. You know what I mean? My ex-wife got my ex-wife got remarried. She married a whole nother person. But in the moment, I'm sure it was just like, I could never, there's no way in, in, in the history of, no, absolutely not. Guess what? You know what I mean? So, yeah, it is, man. Just be realistic in thought, y'all. Anyway, let me get the hell up out of here. Um, I'll be on Keep Your Distance this Friday. Um, get your tickets. If you use the Tony promo code, you can get $3 off your ticket. It's the final Keep Your Distance comedy show for a while. So pull up. And we're celebrating Kev's birthday. So pull up for that, man. Come on through. Um, there's that. Also, you know, I'll be doing I'll be doing the movie nights and all that stuff with my patron saints. I really wanna uh I really wanna go through the wire and watch every episode of The Wire with y'all on the on the watch party too. What y'all think of that? Like go through every episode of The Wire? You know what I'm saying? What y'all think about that, man? Let me know. Shout out to my patron saints here in Verbal Cardio in the building. And uh, to my Verbal Cardio listeners, do you like it when I have my patron saints right here with the questions? Do you like that format and setup? Uh, next week, if all goes well, I will have my first Verbal Cardio guest. My patron saints know who that guest will be. Uh, everybody else, you're just going to have to find out next week. But uh, I want to thank y'all for listening uh, and tuning in to another session of Verbal.